Thanks and welcome, and thank you for joining us here on this Saturday morning. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Linda is the CEO and the president of BBB Serving Western Ontario. And Ask BBB is a program that gives consumers information from businesses they can trust. Today on Ask BBB, movers and moving, and house and home scams. With the house and home scams, people thought they were arranging a reverse mortgage, but actually found out they had signed away their property. Later, we'll talk about things you should be aware of so that fraudsters can't dupe you into signing away the title of your home. Summer months are a time many families choose to move so that they'll be all settled in before the new school year starts. Today, we look at the moving industry and ways you can make your next move a smooth one. Our guests this morning are Nancy Irvine, president of the Canadian Association of Movers, and with Nancy are Carrie Capone and Carrie Kuzmers of Campbell Brothers Movers. Welcome to Ask BBB. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thanks. Nancy, let's start with you. You're the head of the Canadian Association of Movers. Can you tell us a little bit about the association? Sure, I can. Uh, We're a professional trade association representing professional movers coast to coast, as well as several countries around the world. We're almost 50 years old now, and we uh, maintain standards uh, of the moving industry, and we like to make sure that everybody follows them. Are, Are movers licensed or regulated, Nancy? No, and that's the problem. That's why we've joined up with the Better Business Bureau to uh, get the word out. The federal uh, government deregulated the industry in 1986, and uh, so now it's just like the Wild West, and anybody can come in and do whatever they want. So it's it's a very challenging time as scammers become more and more crafty. So given that, what's the most common way for people to find out Uh, and find out about the right mover or company, word of mouth, online, Better Business Bureau website? Ask for referrals from your friends and co-workers. Contact the Better Business Bureau, of course, to see what movers' ratings are and contact the Canadian Association of Movers to find out if your mover is trusted and reliable and has been through their rigorous screening process. Do not solely rely on fancy websites or online recommendations, as these may be computer-generated and often are. So once we have gone through some of that screening and we've made contact, what are some of the things that we should be looking for when we make a selection of a mover? What are some of the questions we might want to ask? Okay, Nancy. I'll take it. Sorry, girls. Always do your homework. Your mover should have an office that you can visit staff you can talk to, and someone who comes to your home when you ask and to talk to you about your move. A professional mover carries workers' compensation, has adequate insurance, has their own vehicles, their own staff, and are not just picking up, uh, you know, a, a van from down at one of the rental units and picking up guys um, to work from the local coffee shop. So insurance is uh, is a key component to that. Absolutely. Insurance is very important. Are there things that we should be aware of that might set off some other warning bells? Yes. Ask the movers to come and inspect your house prior to your moving day so they can become familiar with the layout of your house. If the mover doesn't feel it's important enough to inspect your house, it could be a red flag for you. Make sure that all the services you need are quoted A popular moving scam is to say that they can get your things to the next city, but they didn't say anything about delivering the items. That's an extra cost that you only find out about once they have your possessions. 
If a mover doesn't provide insurance details or a company address, look for another mover. And always get three written estimates um, from different movers based on your visits to your home. Though most of the professional movers do give quotes over the phone nowadays, it's a good idea still to get written documentation of all the services you are receiving. If you receive an estimate that seems too good to be true, it likely is. And the final most important thing is to find out about payment terms. Does your moving company want a down payment? Will they accept credit card or debit? Some legitimate movers will request a deposit, so it's best to pay with credit card rather than cash or check. If there's a problem, you will have some recourse available through your credit card provider. Do people usually meet with the mover before the day of the move? Absolutely. Upon your request, we can have an in-house visual performed where they would be able to give you detailed information, see the access of your home, how large it is, um, the contents inside and out. Uh, we also do have other options too of an online estimate or an over-the-phone where, again, they would go through all the details of each room and any extraordinary furniture or anything like that. Um, but at all cases, you would get a written estimate sent to you. So how detailed should that estimate be? Uh, the estimate will have all of your charges on it. So from your transportation charges to if you are needing storage, uh, your replacement valuation protection, it would have everything in the grand total at the bottom of your estimated weight and the charges that would apply. Um, how much work must the homeowner do before the move? I, um, is there a moving checklist available to help make sure that all the tasks have been complete? Yes, we do have a moving checklist available. Um, it starts at about two months out from your move. So it gives you about five points each month to complete before your move. And this just helps to get you ready for your move and to be prepared when the movers come. Our guests this morning are Nancy Irvine, who is president of the Canadian Association of Movers, and Carrie Kuzmiers and Carrie uh, Capone, who are with Campbell Brothers Movers. And when we come back, we'll have more on making a smooth move. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan with Linda Smith, who is the CEO of the Better Business Bureau serving Western Ontario. And our guests this morning are Nancy Irvine, president of the Canadian Movers Association, and Carrie Capone and Carrie Kuzmers with the Campbell Brother Movers. Uh, before the break, we were talking about checklists and things homeowners can do ahead of time to help a smooth move. What sort of organizing and packing should the homeowner do to prepare for the move? Um, so communicating with uh, the mover on if there's any special circumstances, so whether they need storage for a night because of home closings, um, with regards to access, if it's an apartment building and elevators need to be reserved. So any information that could affect your move, um, if there's open communication with the movers, we're able to make it a smooth move. Is there a difference in a long-distance move compared to one if we're just moving across town? Are there extra steps to take if, if we're moving across provinces or even to another country? Yes, the major difference is um, in a long-distance move, your, your price is based on the distance it takes from city to city. 
as well as how much your shipment weighs. Every item in your shipment is inventoried and a list is provided and maintained throughout the whole uh, the whole move. An in-town move is based on an hourly rate, how long it takes the crew to pick up your things, pack the truck, move to your new home, unpack the truck. And uh, it's very important to note that local moves include the time it takes the crew to leave their warehouse to get to your home and return again. Is that something people sometimes miss out on? Um, Yes. Uh, I think some people are very confused uh, and don't realize that we have to also pay for the time that it takes the crew to get to the location and get back. Mm -hmm. Do you have any recommendations from your experience that helps facilitate a quality move? Yes, we understand that moving is stressful and we're here to take the stress away. Open communication is key with your sales, with our operations team, and our moving crew. It's important that we're all on the same page and we know all your special requests, uh, such as special drop-offs or extra pickups. Uh, Key times is a big one. Um, you want to know from your realtor when you're going to have your new origins key. Uh, you don't want your movers to be there at 8 a.m. and you're not getting your key until 2 and having to pay for that time. What is involved in obtaining that estimate and what should the consumer be looking for so that it's as uh, comprehensive as it can be? So you'll want to make sure that you have great communication with your mover, um, identifying what needs to be moved, how many rooms, and that includes bedrooms and all rooms. Sometimes that can be a point of confusion when they are looking to book a mover. You'll also want to be realistic about the amount of packing you're able to do yourself or if this is something that the moving company should be hired to do. Are people surprised at the bill because they surprise the mover sometimes? Yes, absolutely. Sometimes they think they'll be able to take more and it comes to move day and unfortunately that's not the case. So We ask our customers to disclose everything that has to be moved so that way their estimate is reflective of that. Are there special insurances that uh, the homeowner should have or what what insurance is covered uh, with the move and by the mover and and, uh, what are we responsible for? Okay, so at Campbell Brothers, we have three options for our customers um, and they are all part of the Transportation Act. At no charge, moving companies provide a basic compensation for damages or loss called released rate liability. And that is at 60 cents per pound, and it is no additional charge for the customer. Uh, Option two, the carrier's maximum liability is the lump sum declared on the shipment. So you would go through your home and you would come up with the lump sum of the value of your household goods. And therefore, we, if we did damage a chair and it was $350, we're going to give you and replace that chair at the $350. Uh, Option three is replacement value, but with a deductible. So it's the same thing, but you can have a $500 deductible. And again, we would replace, repair to get your like kind and quality. So we mentioned damages and we've made our selection of one of the three options. What should we expect if something is damaged? What's the process? Is there a time frame? 
Okay. So what would happen is it would most likely be documented on the paperwork that a mover accidentally dropped something or scratched a wall. They'd come back to our office. We would then be in contact with our shipper, our customer, and get them the claim form right away. They simply have 60 days from the date of delivery to submit that claim back to us. And then we try to have every claim closed within 30 days. Um, another important uh, topic is property damage. You do not need the replacement valuation protection for that. We are 100% liable for any property damage that we do. And we can work with our shipper or if it is a new homeowner, we would work with them as well. Um, and just getting back to the replacement valuation protection, uh, we do tell our customers too to check with their own homeowner's insurance to see if they are covered. And and that was part of what we mentioned earlier on about checking out the references and the credibility of the movers through the association, through the Better Business Bureau as well. And so, with Campbell Brothers, sorry, we have been around since the 1800s and we're fifth generation. We are Canada's best managed company too. So those are great designations and BBB accredited as well. So looking for that kind of history and accreditation and the Movers Association, if you have all of those, you can be fairly sure that you've got a mover you can trust. Well, thank you very much for being with us this morning and giving us uh, some idea of how to make a smooth move. Our guests have been Nancy Irvine, who is president of the Canadian Association of Movers, and Carrie Kuzmiers and uh, Carrie Capone of Campbell Brothers Movers. Thanks for being with us. Thank you very much for having us. Thanks for having us. Thank you. And we'll be back in a moment with tips to protect yourself from scammers who want to trick you to put you out of your home. Yay, got your paper. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Linda is the CEO and the president of BBB Serving Western Ontario. And the Better Business Bureau has a scam tracker that tracks scams across North America. It's an important tool for consumers and just one of the reasons to log on to the BBB website. And it's a way for the Better Business Bureau to educate consumers about what scams are going on and where. So, Linda, how, how does the Scam Tracker work? BBB Scam Tracker is an interactive online tool for users throughout the USA and Canada to report scams and for BBB to collect and track that information in a meaningful way. The BBB Scam Tracker website enables consumers to report a suspected scam and view scam details reported by others. Scam reports can be sorted to reveal trends over time and by a victim's location. So if you spot a business or hear of an offer that sounds like an illegal scheme or fraud, tell us about it. Help us investigate and warn others by reporting what you know. So the home and house scams that we were going to talk about, they're on the list and uh, something homeowners should be aware of. I would think this is a pretty serious thing because for most of us, our home is the largest asset that we have, Linda. Yes, it is. So being aware that there are schemes out there that trick people out of their homes is the type of information BBB wants you to have to protect yourself. And everyone should be aware of the house and home scam. So let's describe how some of these scams work. One type involves a reverse mortgage. Reverse mortgages, by definition, are a legal and legitimate option for some. It's a financial agreement in which a homeowner relinquishes equity in their home in exchange for regular payments 
typically to supplement retirement income. Scammers have found a couple of ways to trick unwitting seniors. In the first scam, current and potential reverse mortgage borrowers are duped into paying fees, which are normally free, for information and submissions of documents related to the mortgage. In the second scam, fraudsters work with an extensive team of con artists to artificially inflate the value of a home, assist a senior in acquiring a reverse mortgage, and dupe them into transferring away the title of the property. So when you say an extensive team, there'd be more than one person involved in this, and they would look very legitimate, I suppose. That's right. So besides checking that the firm is accredited, what recommendations are there, Linda? It's best to deal with a recognized financial institution like a bank or a credit union. When considering a reverse mortgage, carefully research and understand how such a loan product works. Seek out your own reverse mortgage specialist and be sure you are speaking to a qualified professional. So if you ask over and over again and and make sure, then it's probably in your best interest. So duping somebody out of their home is pretty extreme. Uh, There are other home-related scams, though, eh? Yes, there are. Uh, Door-to-door telemarketing is one example. Aggressive salespeople selling everything from alarm systems to vacuums to air purifiers, as well as roofing, paving, window washing, painting, plumbing, heating, repair, and landscape services. They all use high-pressure telemarketing, aggressive door-to-door sales tactics to intimidate seniors into buying things they don't need. Are seniors the only people who are a victim of this, or are they just targeted? They're targeted, and I think uh, because we were talking about the previous scam, they seem to be susceptible. Linda, you had quite a list there, roofing, paving, window washing, painting, and all of those are represented on the BBB site. So going to the BBB site and checking that directory is really something we can't underscore uh, too much. Absolutely, and... When you're approached by a door-to-door salesperson, ensure that they have the proper licensing and an identification and documentation to say who they are and what who they're representing. Don't make a purchase or give a deposit at the door. Take time to think about it. And remember, if it's a legitimate deal, it will still be available tomorrow. If you're at the door or on the phone with a high-pressure salesperson and you feel uncomfortable, hang up or close your door. And if you ever feel threatened, call the police. So, Linda, there's another house-home scam that involves free advice. Uh, There is. The scammer approaches the homeowner, saying they noticed their roof or some other feature of the home that needs repair. And that since in the area, they can give the homeowner a great deal if they give them a deposit today. After taking the deposit, guess what? The scammer disappears along with the homeowner's money. So I guess that's a big flag right there. If they ask for a deposit, um, you might want to hesitate on doing business with that person. And and I guess, again, go back and check the BBB directory, right? Yeah, some general advice is when hiring any contractor to work on your home is to get three written estimates and ask for and check references and research your rights regarding contracts and cooling off periods. I also urge our listeners to check with the Better Business Bureau to educate yourself about a business. You can access the Better Business Bureau directory to find their listing. If they are accredited with us, you'll find complete information about the company. Our accredited businesses have agreed to eight standards of trust, 
which includes a commitment to make a good-faith effort to resolve any consumer complaints. Even if they are not accredited, you will find information about them as well. Um, Our Better Business Bureau received a half a million uh, business profile searches in 2017. Those were consumers looking for businesses they can trust. Um, and uh, specifically, those numbers are in our listening area and in this region in southwestern Ontario. So a lot of people are using the BBB directory as a reference when they're uh, looking for businesses, and they're getting the information that they need and want about those uh, businesses. And one of the reasons you'll find a rating on a business, but also that the Better Business Bureau makes sure that the consumer or the the complaints are actually from customers, uh, and they confirm those uh, complaints and we confirm our reviews. Um, And that's one of the value added of uh, being accredited with the Better Business Bureau and checking out uh, the information on our website at bbb.org. And by the way, that's across North America and whatever city you might be doing business in. Well, Linda, once again, uh, we're just about out of time, but uh, this is information I think a lot of people can use. Uh, Remember to contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BBBWesternONT. If you're interested in becoming an accredited business with the BBB, call us or go online at bbb.org backslash western-ontario and become one of the largest business networks in North America. And if you have a question or guest suggestion, you can tweet us at hashtag AskBBB. So until next time, I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Remember, Ask BBB. And start with trust.